Yeah, hey. How's it going, everybody? I so assume probably terrible for most people, so let's skip like, over Like always. <laughs> let's skip over that part right now. Uh, welcome to Wednesday. It says, uh, Talk Comics to me. It is August 26, 2020. We went over this, like, five minutes ago, so. Yeah. Not even that, I don't think. <laughs> I, I just wanted to make it seem longer, at least. Yeah. Give we, you the benefit of the doubt. Long and hard about this. So. <laughs> uh, I'm Champ Champenstein. I am also Champ Champenstein. And uh, Champ's going to start first, because otherwise got, I'll fuck up. We got double Champ today. Um, I'm pretty I, hot, both versions. <laughs> yeah, dude, it, it is sweaty in here. Oh, wait, hot as in like... Yeah, yeah, like sexy. Yep. You got it. That was a nicer word, too. Um, I have this book called Vision. Sexy. It is. By Julia. I actually learned how to say her last name, Grofair. She posted it on her uh, Instagram, and that's how I knew it. Um, again, this book is called Vision. This is a uh, brand new out today. Um, it says a nice little thing on what it's about here, because it's kind of hard to explain, because it's there's, like, so many things going mm-hmm. on in here. Uh the story we, ex- we, we love when somebody explains the book to us in the, yeah in it. when it just has like exactly what it's about it's about lust grief and the human need for connection so it's about this girl um who takes care of her brother's wife um she's a hypochondriac and she is wild um she you know is good, just good, good job thank you i've been i've been trying to watch myself on yeah that Anyway, um, but her sister-in-law is sick all the time, but you kind of get an idea of, like, what kind of sick, which isn't sick at all. She just likes the attention. Um, meanwhile, the, the main character here, the girl who the story follows, she has cataracts in her eyes, so she has a hard time, like, dealing with, like, vision and stuff. And there's a mirror in her room that talks to her and okay. kind of, like, helps her through, like, the grief and stuff because just you know a few years earlier she lost both of her parents and stuff so she's taking care of her her brother her brother's wife and then like the estate and all that kind of stuff um she's also a spinster she's the older sibling and because she's been taking care of her sibling for so long like she's never been married and all that um but yeah it's just her dealing with all that while being very alone okay um i really i really like her books Uh, i read there are two other ones that she has out laid waste which is about a, a woman who lives through the Black Plague, cursed with not being able to get sick and watching everyone around her die. And then Black is the Color, which is the one that I had talked mm. about last week. Um, they're really short stories. They're really cool. She does all the art and the story for them and stuff. Um, this looks really haunting. Yeah, no, it is. It, especially, like, the story content, because uh, more happens in here, and, like, the way that it ends is, like, suicide, but there's more to it than that so it's yeah her stories are it's like a drop into this character's life and you get kind of like attached to them and you feel bad for them and stuff and then it just ends and it's never really on a happy note so Hmm. i think it's really cool i really really enjoy her books and i definitely recommend it that one just again came out today the other two have been out for a few years but you can get them all through fanta graphics which i believe is just their website that you can visit um yeah fantagraphics.com Otherwise, they have an Instagram and stuff and tons of other cool books that you can get through them. So. All right. So I have books that are nothing like that. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I started real heavy today. Yeah, I was like, oh. Uh. I just figured I'd get that one out of the way. 
Uh, so first I have Family Tree. This is issue number eight. Uh, this kind of just explains how this story arc started with like how the world was covered in all of these trees, how the little girl had been planted into the ground and became this tree and this huge thing. This is apparently the end of this story arc. Because at the end it was... I mean, there's obviously no... But yeah, this is the end of volume two. Okay. Oh, but, I didn't realize it was that far in already. I, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I don't... I just don't remember when... It just feels like this was only, like, two or three issues. Mm -hmm. Like, it didn't feel like it was very much. So I was just like, end of volume two already. Now, I have a question about it. Um, you mentioned that there were tons of those trees. Is it different families who have that problem? Or is it just, like, descendants of the same family? Well, so this... <laughs> you, okay, so you can't say anything. Without yeah, because okay, this okay. like because this this issue particularly like goes into like what probably all of those trees are. Okay, and how they like came to be, and it has to do with like the okay. the main girl being planted and everything. So that was the wrong question. No, and not necessarily um, because within the story itself, like these people who are able to like be trees, it it doesn't seem like it necessarily has to be within the family because like his grand like his father didn't have it but he had it and like her brother like the daughter has it but not the son okay that's interesting so, so it's just it, like a weird genetic mutation in yeah. certain parts yeah and so i also probably need to go back and read like the first several issues just since it's been so long right as well are you still enjoying it yeah like i am still enjoying it there's just something about it like I feel like any Jeff Lemire book, it kind of just hits this point where I'm just like, okay. Yeah, get the story get, going. Get dude. it going. Because right. like, I know I know how this starts now. And it's just like, but I just want, I want the other parts now. Give me the other parts. Give me the other branches. Give me the other, yes, give me the other branches. Uh, and then I have Chew. This is issue number two. Two. I love when things rhyme. <laughs> And this is just following Saffron Chew, and she's being hunted down by a mobster. <laughs> That's good. A mobster hitman, a mobster's hitman, a hitman. Jesus. Just a hitman. <laughs> you can just call it a hitman. He, a hitman who was hired by a mobster okay. that they robbed. An assassin. An assassin. <laughs> There's so many terms that we could use for this. Uh, but her boyfriend's a piece of shit. That's... It's only two issues in. It's only two issues in. Yeah. I don't... We'll get more. I'll get more. It goes into also, like, her brother and how he got paired up with his partner and just... Her brother, the original Chew. Yes, the original the Chew. The eating Chew. The eating Chew. Okay, okay. Which, I mean, technically hers also has to do with, like eating it's just different <laughs> it's just different. um and I, so does her like twin sister like she has a twin oh, sister. oh there's another one yeah there's another <laughs> okay they all have the eating ability just yeah, they it's all, all have different some, yeah it's all different like okay. her sister sees flashes of like what's to be i guess is the best way to like put it or what has happened in the past i think more so what has happened in the past like dang what did those parents do to get that ability to pass know, on fuck to children some food or something fucked in or, food they are food <laughs> like, what do you mean by that exactly what i said 
they're just like what type what type of food are they like anyone is like are they a cheeseburger and like french fries fries, yeah (laughs) burger and fries they just and they made human children that eat other foods for power all right, are they you were, ready? They were cursed they burgers. Um, <laughs> keep going. So this is something we both have. This is wind. This is issue number three. Uh, this is fantastic. Yeah, no, this is really, really great. This story is just, like, so, like, in-depth and, like, vibrant and wonderful, even when terrible things are happening. Yes. So wind and Oakley are on a mission to heal his weird blood. Um things go awry the bandage man is like i'm here you better run but i will catch you anyway so they do and then they i don't want to like spoil too much but they finally meet up with the rest of their group and they are about to go on their quest yeah that's that's the best way to put it yeah this Without, is yeah spoiling, yeah, spoiling like, too anything, much of yeah. what's happening but yeah no this this issue was uh, particularly sad because you see um what happens when the bandage man catches you and hunts you and what happens to the people who are guilty by association um i just still really enjoy this i no it's like the art is really really good like so the colors are really like like there's just something that like the story itself compared like combined with the art really just bring this like fantasy world to life in such a way where it's just like i like said there's terrible things happening and like they're trying to get somewhere do something for the better but it's just like it's gonna take time you know right um yeah i really i really enjoy like the way that the faces are done particularly because it's very simple but the expressions mm-hmm. are even with like the bandage man who like you can't yeah see his he has face. no face but they just did a, such a good job at like depicting emotion on it mm-hmm. somehow and like he's got no eyes or nose or anything that well you can see his eyes but you know what i mean yeah he's wrapped but you can still and it's odd just because you I almost feel like you could hear his voice or like what he would sound like if he was like a cartoon or like an actual person. Who do you think he would sound like? I I don't know if I can like say a person. Me either. I was just hoping that we could do the one, two, three and we would both have like the same person in mind, but I, I was just imagining like Robert De Niro. Like his voice in Cape Fear specifically. Yeah, I suppose that. Like yeah, I was just thinking like something definitely like deep mm-hmm. and like rough like scary yeah just a scary mean voice yeah like somebody like who's literally just gonna murder you Mm -hmm. for existing and i feel like when if we ever do get to see his face like if it's a thing he's gonna be like a gentle looking dude and it's gonna be like what are you why just based off of the way that the art is like they're gonna try to make him look hard but it's just like (laughs) the prince how the prince does look mean like he looks like he wouldn't be a very nice person yeah but he still like has that softness about him too i just feel like that's what his face would be like just an attractive scary dude which i hope that isn't the case because i want a scary looking a scary man and that's why he wears the bandages is because he's all jokered up get on with Noman omen okay um i have Noman omen this is issue number eight um I know I said this last time about, like, the last issue, but I think this is my favorite issue. I mean, um, it's nice that it just keeps getting better. Yeah, and I really, really enjoyed this one because it, like, has two different feelings as you're reading it. Um, there is, like, m- they don't even mention it. It's, like, what is that word where it's just kind of hinted at? 
that there is a sexual assault, but they don't show any mm-hmm. of it. You're just kind of left with like a mood. Um, but Becky is trying to figure out how to activate her magic. But, you know, since it's a modern age, she can't do it in the way that witches of the past have. So it's very technological the way that it happens. And mm-hmm. it's, it's really cool because she spends like an entire year. Like this book takes place over several, several months. And she's trying to like, she's studying essentially. But she's like going to school for like quantum physics and she has never even taken like science classes okay. so she's like yeah trying to teach herself how to do all this stuff and she finally realizes that it's not since she is not from the time when all these books were written that she has to approach it in a different way which she does using her phone okay. which yeah I, it's, it's just very interesting but she um, the entire time she's trying to figure out how to summon Fur who is the the man um and the other issues who is like her guardian angel essentially so she finally figures out how to do it and it kind of leaves it on a hint that like she had done it the wrong way okay but it's very i'm i'm really interested to see what happens and again like the the art in this book is just incredible yeah the, the way, colors are great yeah because again like she's colorblind so you only see like the colors that she sees except for and the realm where her friend has been kidnapped and that's why she's trying to like summon her guardian angel to help her find him yeah it's really heavy and also like really light at the same time which is what i mean by like it has two different feelings because there's all these like mentions of terrible things that are happening to her best friend who has been kidnapped and then on the other hand it's her learning about herself and figuring out who she is so I mean, yeah, life is just life. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, at the, the top of the show when we said, how are you? <laughs> that answer applies to this. Oh, <laughs> uh, goodness. All right, so then I have The Man Who Fucked Up Time. This is issue number five. This wraps up the story. Ooh, the whole story? The whole story. Mm. And there's just something real fun about this silly, silly fucking book. I can't. Did he manage to fix what he messed up, or did he have to change it? Uh, yes, he fixes what he messes up, but he also changes it. Okay, which happens with time travel, I, I hear. Uh, so it's one of those things where it, it does wrap up the story in a really like interesting way, because you find out Sean Bennett, the main character, like because of all of the time travel that like people were doing, he had actually been impersonated by the three people he worked in the lab with. Okay. And they had fucked up time so badly and basically blamed it on him because he built the time machine. He's a genius. So it wasn't really him? It wasn't really him. (laughs) That's the twist. Uh, So I ruined the book for everybody. (laughs) But still. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it was just interesting because, yeah, that was the twist and he was the actual scientist he was the smart one but the dude who hated him hated him the most basically yeah just messed up time so hard that like he was the janitor at the very first issue okay because i was gonna say how did he not realize that but because he's technically on a different like time stream right so like this time stream him figured out what was happening as a whole went through like went to the beginning of everything I'm, I'm, I'm following. I'm listening. And, and then fixed 
everything. Okay. okay. Quote unquote. In my mind, I have it set up as like strings, and that's how I'm like following yeah. this timeline. Okay. I mean, I you probably enjoy this. I bet I would. Like, I've enjoyed everything that you've said. I was just worried, you know, because I don't understand time travel. So it's fine. And this is, like I said, silly time travel, so it doesn't really matter. What's up, buttheads? Um, just some butts, apparently. Oh, yeah. We're we're not going to talk about butts today. This is a PG thirteen conversation. We I, can mention them, but we can't actually talk about them. I've already said that word too many times for this to be a PG thirteen. Okay, it's rated R. <laughs> We can talk about butts one time. That's why Patrick doesn't want us on his show again, because I say the F word too much. Yikes. All right, so now I have year zero. This is issue number four. We've talked about this book, just a nice little zombie story. This just, like, keeps it keeps it going with the four different characters. Mm-hmm. You're seeing the zombie invasion break out from the Arctic. You're seeing the young man in Mexico deal with the people who killed his parents uh, Bob, the Minneapolis boy who... Bye, Wendy. <laughs> You're next to a microphone. And that's why I did that, so it would go over it. <laughs> you have Bob, who's from Minneapolis, who is trying to find, or is going to find Anna, this woman he's been talking to. His palindrome girlfriend. Yep, over the radio. And then you have the woman from Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And... It's there. There's more conflicts created in this issue um, that I that are clearly going to be summed up by the next one because it's the last issue. Yeah. But I thought that was interesting the way that they did that was like they told all this story like the initial conflict is in the first issue and then this fourth issue it's like here's all the problems. Yeah, and I just like how like I don't know. I'm really glad it will be done this next issue. I mean, he might do more. Like it's a plausibility, yeah. you know. But it's just I don't. I'm really excited for it to end at the same time because mm-hmm. it's just like I feel like that's the perfect amount of book that I want from oh, this. Oh, for sure. Especially with so many different characters mm-hmm. too because, I mean, then you start getting like walking dead feelings where oh, yeah, it's like sure. there's just way too many storylines going on at once and it gets confusing and stuff. But, I yeah, I did think that this one was, five was perfect for that. Patrick, we've had life. I'm sorry. Well, we will get a hold of you. I'm sorry. Yes. I, I apologize, too, because I keep forgetting about it. Uh, so, yeah, this is, like I said, once again, real good zombie story. Real short, sweet. I guess after the next issue, we'll know for sure. But I really like it. I don't see how it could end in, like, a bad way. Yeah, I know. And, I mean, it's plausible, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it is. But it's just, like, you know, one issue, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so next, uh, we both read, we didn't get this book, uh, Batman Three Jokers. You actually read this. I mm-hmm. got too distracted by the lettering and couldn't concentrate. Yeah, no, I read the whole thing. And just flipped through it. But I think I got the gist of it. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, Jokers turning other Jokers into joke, everything into Jokers. Yeah, sharks included, which uh, was my favorite part because I love a good smiling shark. Yeah, I don't know why I handed that to you. Um, like, you need you need to take so that, that away from me. So I through it. Um, uh, yeah, so, and then, you know, Red Hood just doing Red Hood shit and sh- shooting people. I did, the one thing I do have to say that I liked about this was, I know we had talked about earlier the art, how we, you were like, it's the perfect art for this kind of story. Mm-hmm. It's just what it is. But I do have to say I love the details on like the characters themselves. I think that I don't know, uh, Jason. How do you say his last name? I don't. Fava? Jason 
Fabic? 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 I don't, Fabic? I don't know. I think he did a really good job on, like, the art in this book. Um, he did a really good job of, like, capturing, obviously, like, evil people in comics have evil-looking mm-hmm. faces, but I, I applaud this one. And that's really the only thing that I enjoyed about it. The story was just kind of whatever. I didn't dislike it, but it's just... I'm just tired of Joker stories, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Like I said before, it's just I couldn't I couldn't get past the the lettering, and you know mm-hmm. it's might be because my vision is also too bad, like too terrible. Right. So it's just like you know it's not it's not nice for the visually impaired. Yeah, especially there were some bubbles that where the writing was so small. Like I don't have the best vision ever, but I really had to work to like read those. Yeah, and I feel like just like the font they chose was mm-hmm. just like not not the right font, mm-hmm. but. And I don't know why I got so hung up on that one thing, but I just like got like just so mad at it. Well, so it's because just there like, was a lot of words. I mean, when I you're said. reading a book with like a lot of words and it's just not good, like the writing itself, it's it's difficult to get past it. I get it. I just forced myself to because I was like, I need I need to see how this ends. Like I've gotten this far already. Yeah. See, I got about halfway through, and then I like, and this was one of the third or fourth books I read since I was reading stuff off the wall and mm-hmm. I hadn't gotten to my own pile of books and I was like fuck it I, I'm already mad at this like I'll just flip through it I'll get like I'll, I'll stop and read some of it which is what I did right. and then I just went on to my own books because I just couldn't handle it. That makes it. sense I mean you didn't really miss too much and I mean it is one of those where you can just pick it up later and like yeah. flip through it. Yeah I mean like I said I feel like I got the gist of what's yeah. happening. Overall they're trying to stop the Joker. I would say probably one and a half Joker smiles for the three. I would just give it one Joker smile. One Joker smile? One Joker smile. I just thought half of a smile would be funny. Um, but I've, like I said, I've read worse Joker stories and I've read better Joker stories. It's just kind of is what it is. Yeah. Thankfully, it's only three issues. One yeah. Joker for each one, I guess. <laughs> I mean, that could be it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so then next I have uh, Daredevil. This is the annual. Ooh. One more day is what it's called, and this this is a weird issue. Uh, the idea, and I, I'm sure this happened in another comic book, and I just don't know it. But Matt made up a twin brother named Mike, and then some guy in power actually made Mike Murdoch a person. So this is just Mike, uh, a story about Mike Murdoch. We got a cute another uh, another cute little redhead. I got a cute, another cute little redhead that looks exactly like Matt, but is not blind, mm. and is also just kind of like a d bag. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's. I just, guess that most most mics I've met are either just like super sweet or just huge d bags. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Uh, actually, I'm not sure if I can put a one in your poll, but I will if we can, and I'll if I can't, I'll see if I can order it for you, Patrick. We got you. <laughs> I got you. Uh, so next, we both have Bliss. This is issue number two. And I still really enjoy this story. I Yeah, I really enjoy the way that the story is told. Because, um, you know, the son is in court telling the story about his dad. And it I, is literally just a story. Like, if somebody was on a, like, a stand telling this, mm-hmm. this, they'd be like, how is this relevant? We understand that your dad was trying to help your family. Right. Like, 
but it is also one of those where you like you have to get the whole story to understand where What's he's happening. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it introduces a new character, um, Hera, who I don't know if you know anything about Greek gods and you know who Hera is, but in this story, she's a bit different. Uh, so, if you didn't read the first issue, a little insight is that there are these gods who are creating this drug called Bliss, and it is just running rampant in the world and destroying people's lives is the way I'm seeing it mm-hmm. happening. Uh, and as they're having this trial, Hera, one of the gods, comes forward to speak in favor of Perry's father. And that's really it. Yeah. Because um, obviously the story is going get, to get deeper and you're going to see that gods are... Assholes? Wild. <laughs> and... I don't know. Uh, yeah, I am still really interested in the story because I'm curious to see, like, what his dad did to wind up at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, because obviously it was one one thing where he got, like, caught or, like, did something wrong. Yeah. Like, I want to know what that big event was. I also, like, I don't know. I feel like the art really, really just, like, goes hand in hand with the story in such a way that it does make the story a little bit more intriguing. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if there had been any other, like, artist or, like, somebody if i feel like if there had been somebody else on this book like i don't think i would have liked it as much no because they do this really cool thing where it's like a movie montage but in comic form which i love when books do that and Mm -hmm. especially when they do it well like that i just i thought that was really cool but yeah no i i agree about the art and as you mentioned earlier the facial expressions and all of that stuff yeah very very good there's yeah they're they're really good his dad is has a very expressive face and um you know the drugs make it even more animated so i think that it's really really interesting and cool it's a it's a fun concept and it, it is only five issues yep I no did. wait i thought it was eight dang it is it eight uh I, yeah eight makes sense i thought i I'm, looked it I'm, up and i got all excited i feel like i may have i i may be making this up i just looked no it that up actually sounds I, right because i it, remember thinking like oh that's weird like no one no has like 15 issues like it was my pick of the week yep eight <laughs> You did more research than I did. I apologize. <laughs> uh, I think that's like one of the first times we, one of us knew how many issues it was. Mm-hmm. I did actually, There, I know we were talking about one recently where we were like, was it five or six issues? I did look it up. It was five. I don't remember what book it was, but I remember that. So uh, this is The Last God. <laughs> this is issue number eight. Uh, this continues the story of the age of i don't know it's it's strange um we just discussed this a minute ago but it's just the same like every it's the same group of people that are on this mission to Mm -hmm. defeat this god that they had defeated 30 years previously they keep running into like other obstacles like other creatures and monsters and stuff um and things from their past yeah yeah it's it's tiring but it is it's so good and that's the thing that's most frustrating because i don't part of me doesn't want to read it anymore just because it is so like dense and there's so much to remember because you have two different timelines yeah. that you're reading but at the same time like the art is so good that i just i'm conflicted um don't 
let my feelings take away from the story though because yeah. it is really good I, yeah i do think the story is really good but like you said it is just like extremely dense which does make it like a little daunting yeah. especially when you're just you know trying to read a monthly book and right. you're not like oh i just i'm ready to like get into this like fantasy novel right now yeah like super high fantasy it's yeah you have to like be in the mindset to read it mm-hmm. i think which might be the, like the thing more than right. anything. That's probably why I the didn't read the last two up issues. I read this one and I didn't read like the last two and I still kind of understand what's going on yeah. for the most part. Well, it's just because it's not that I feel like you could pick up Lord of the Rings and understand like, but you know, they're just kind of walking. Right, right. If you have a <laughs> if you have a basic idea of what's been happening, you'll be fine. Yeah. All right. Okay. You or me? Uh, it's up to you. You can go. You go. Um, okay. I'll just go real quick because I don't have too much to say. Um, this is X-Men. This is uh, number two of two of the God Loves, Man Kills extended cut. This is just Magneto working with the team to rescue Xavier from this scientist who wants to use Xavier to wipe out all the mutants. Uh, just a quick question because mm-hmm. Seth Fierstein asked me today on the phone. Uh, do you know what the difference between the extending cut and like the old versions of the comic are? Um, it has other parts from other another series. I can't okay. remember that that at the time was part of this God Loves Man Kills, but it wasn't X Men specific. I can't remember what it was, but it's like okay. an, another series that has like two or three issues that are like integrated into these. All right. um, from what I could tell anyway, because when I, I was reading about it, because I'd read this before and I some of it was different. So I had like looked it up mm-hmm. and it's like extreme X-Men or something like that. Yeah, that I they d- like included some of the parts. Yeah. There. And I just didn't know. And like flipping through it, I couldn't really right. tell. I was like, I don't know, man. It doesn't seem like there's really anything in here, but I can't like. Yeah, I know there has to be a reason it's an extended cut. Yeah, and it doesn't say, unfortunately. Um, but I will send you, like, the information that okay. I had read so you can send it to Seth. Um, but, yeah, no, that's it. Um, it's just good old classic 80s X-Men, which I guess you can't ever go wrong with that. Um, <laughs> also, we got the nice little Phil Noto cover. Yeah. It's you cute. know, Phil Noto. Mm-hmm. That'll go up on a baby's wall. This baby will. <laughs> okay. All right. So then I, I'm just like, what did I do? I read Hellions number three and what the Goblin Queen, this is this lady's name. Mm -hmm. She shows up at the very end of Hellions number two and she like makes Havoc not have a mouth. She like. Maybe I did read number two then because I feel like I remember that. I feel like you did too. And then he just, like, rips his mouth open with a piece of glass, and that, like, turns her on, and Ooh. she just starts making out with him. Not gonna lie, that would probably do something to me, too, but I don't know if I'd be, like, turned on, like, I want to get on you, or turned on, like, scared of him. But basically, everybody's fighting zombies. Is that... A- Apocalypse's okay. zombie clones. Okay. That she turned into zombies, basically. It's, uh, it's a weird issue. Are, is it good though? Yeah, I know, no, I, I, I did. Said, I did enjoy it. Okay. It's not like something I did not enjoy. It was just one of those things when I was reading it. I was also just like, "What is going? What the on? fuck is happening? Right? Like, do I really understand what I'm reading, or am I just like, just going going on? Yeah, reading it, which is you know whatever. It's fine. It's never stopped me before. Yeah, just keep going. <laughs> I just keep going. 
and then next I have excuse me are you okay yeah I just got a little cotton throat okay uh, I understand. Here, hold on. I'll just take a drink real fast. Excuse the one thing. Excuse me, fans. I forgot over here. Excuse me, fans. Gotta wet my whistle. I get old. Sorry, that was really gross. Please forgive me. <laughs> edit that out. I don't have the time. Put lasers over I think it. I forgot to edit out the phone ring last time. Oh, well. It's all right. I'm not a professional. I don't know how many times I gotta tell people this. That's what our shirts are gonna say. <laughs> I'm not a professional. We'll be like, well, professional what? Yeah. Just like anything, anything honestly. Yeah. It's just going to have the logo here and on the back it's just going to say I'm not a professional. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good idea. All right. So then I have X Factor number two. The group is just like getting their legs, figuring out like what to do to solve crimes. Aurora is back to life uh, after they figured out what happened. And they're kind of just like, well, what happened to you? And she's like, dog, I've been alive for like two hours I need my, I need to rest. Yeah, like, just give me a minute. And so, and at the same time, she finds a box with, like, a bloody shoe inside of it. And they have to go to the Mojoverse. I hate the Mojoverse. And that is, that is that issue. Oh, man, I hate the Mojoverse. Yeah, I also do not really like the Mojoverse. So I was just like, uh, but I knew it was happening in this as well. So yeah. Which is, which is fine. It's like I still enjoy the book and the characters, and they got these cool, like, gay flag costumes, so. Yeah, that's dope. I mean, I guess a rainbow for. But altogether, they form a gay flag. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's good. <laughs> or a rainbow, however you want to think about it. But I will, I will say a gay flag as well. Okay. Let's do it. Okay, so next we have X-Men. This is issue number 11. This is an Empire tie-in. Um, yeah, and this is, uh, I think, uh, like what you had said, it's a good way to kind of end the event through this issue. Yeah, but and also, like, as well as, like, entering the Ex of Swords stuff mm-hmm. with the very beginning of the story itself with, uh, what, what's this dude's name? Um, they Summoner. Say, yeah, I was like, they say it in here somewhere. Um, which Summoner you were introduced to in the issue when the two islands merged. Yes. He's the uh, the creepy child that likes to run around with body paint all over himself. Look, if I saw that thing running through the woods, I would be terrified. Yeah. I would say, stop summoning me. I'm going home. <laughs> I did share one of my favorite panels from the beginning of this, which I thought was like a really good little little bit mm-hmm. on our stories. So I definitely check that out on our Instagram stories. But otherwise, you know, you see Magneto naked. I can't even. I they can't do, even get into this. It's a. Uh, they do blur out the pri- the private parts, so you do not, or I guess the butt and the penis too much so you do not see this but this issue is literally all about magneto and how magneto saves the mutants and who how he's the savior of mutants uh why can i remember exodus is teaching the children about magneto and how he is a hero very very powerful yeah a hero yeah which i think is actually really cool because i don't know a lot of the I mean, they were split for so long, so a lot of the X-Men, like, look on Magneto as if he's the bad guy for so long, so then to have them be, like, retaught to see that, like, no, he's actually a hero, this is what he's doing, like, I think that's really cool. And, uh, you know, just, like, in general, like, 
Magneto is always seen as, uh, you know, as a bad guy. Right. Like, I think in, in that outside source, just because he is supposed to be like, you know, nobody likes abrasive people or like right. people who are just trying to take control and do what they need to do to survive. He's just honest. He doesn't yeah. try to like filter himself at all for the sake of your feelings. He He's always just been very open and the exact opposite of what Charles always was. Yeah. So because of that... I don't know. A lot of people just did not did not like the way they handled things. Yeah, not at all. Okay, so comes out Empire. Week. Yeah, Empire number six. Patrick did not come out this week. It comes out next week on the second. You know, just so you know. Uh, otherwise, for everybody else, that's not Patrick. That's it. That's Wednesday. That is. That's, that's Wednesday. We, we did it, and. We hope you buy comics. We hope you stay safe. Can I... Can I say about the shirts? I suppose you can. Okay, I'm just really excited because it's actually happening. So, um, we are going to be making shirts soon for us. We're still working on designs. Obviously, we just discussed potential designs a little bit ago. But We just did it during the podcast. You yeah. heard us talking about making shirts. Yeah, we... Uh, we are going to be making shirts. Ooh. If you have any ideas, let us know. Yeah, that'd be tight. Yeah. Anything that could be fun for us. Because um, we have a basic idea of what we want, but we're going to make it happen. We're going to yeah. make some shirts. So Yeah, and if you can draw and want to do free art for us. Neither of us can draw. Yeah, neither of us can draw. And we know how expensive art can be. Oh, yes. But we'll, you know, we'll, we, we'll pump your art out to people. Yeah, we'll share it. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. We love you. Go buy comics. Do all the shit. Goodbye. See you next Wednesday on the 2nd. See you on the flippity flip. The flippity flip.